Welcome to another daily takeaway from Bush and Ritchie. Um, we'd love to be starting with a 90s dance song right now, uh, but it looks like the email inbox is broken. Yeah, it must be broken. That's why we've not had any more requests. Obviously, you guys are loving what we've been doing, but if you don't want any more, then, you know, that's 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 on you, not us. No, 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 the, the inbox, inbox. If the broken. inbox is broken, then that's on you and our tech team, not us. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Ritchie's Daily Takeaway. I want to start the show, though, by thanking a stranger, if I may... Uh, let me explain. Uh, so I cycle to work every day from Fenchurch Street to here. Uh, and normally, you know what it's like when you're out and about. If anyone goes, does any commuting, it's like a battleground. Everyone hates everybody. Yeah. So cyclists don't like pedestrians. Pedestrians don't really like people who drive. Motorcyclists can't stand anyone. Just how it is. And uh, normally it's like a bit of a battleground. However, you do occasionally get these moments of kind of human kindness. It restores your faith in humanity. Uh, and earlier on today, I was uh, stopped at the lights at Shaftesbury Avenue on my little Brompton bike. Yeah. And the, bo- the bloke who was on a bike next to me tapped me on the shoulder and I, I was instantly like right what's going on here someone's trying yeah. to get me um, he said mate watch out look back there pointed at my backside I was wondering what the hell's going on here <laughs> uh, he said watch out your, your, your train ticket's poking out Oh! so my train ticket had worked its way out of my back pocket had erroneously yeah. put it in my back pocket and then jumped on my bike was, was probably about a centimetre away from flying off into the into the distance and then I would have had a run in with my uh, favourite friend that lady that works on the gate at Fenchurch Street Station <laughs> and she wouldn't have let me in again even though I've got a receipt it's for the damn thing saved you confrontation and also spending more money 100% and it's a nice thing to have you know something pointed out so I thought your first hour of the show tonight right if you've pointed something out to someone or you've had something like, like me pointed out to you and it's kind of maybe rekindled your faith in humanity, get in touch with the show. Neil says, I was going to point out to you that a Brompton isn't really a bike. That's not really the pointing out we're after no, on the not. show. No, that's not. helpful pointing out, not pedantic pointing out, and that's incorrect anyway. Well, he's kind of got a point, but I don't want to get into it. <laughs> uh, commuting in yesterday and waiting for the train. The train rolls into the station. Now, I don't think you necessarily need to be a bit of a train nerd like myself uh-huh. to notice this. Front of a train would have, like, white headlights like a car, yeah? We yeah. agreed with that? Gotcha. Back of a train red lights like the back of a car would oh I didn't even know they had that as it's coming into the station I'm looking I'm thinking he's got his red lights on that didn't look right and I'm at the front of the platform so as he rolled to a halt driver's got his window open I, I, I leant round and said um, <laughs> mate your red lights are on <laughs> followed by all sorts of expletives and then he was like thank you very much mate you've just saved me a big problem oh wow so I thought he was you said expletives I thought he might have been getting annoyed at you uh, no, a no, member no, of the no. public having no. the, uh, the, the brass neck to point out to him it was that release of tension of like thinking wow that could have been a big problem get that fixed now nobody's noticed on we all went with the rest of our day i like that because obviously you're into your trains I you, am. you're the train equivalent of bus driver's mate <laughs> <laughs> stands at the front chats to the bus driver leans into corners early i don't think you're giving me a compliment there i like you? it no. i like it that's the top end so you did some pointing out to someone i did i pointed out but if you've pointed out or had something pointed out to you we want to hear about it what a dramatic way bobby points this out this tweet here one in Oxford, someone dropped a £20 note. It flew past me. Ooh. I ran back. I got it. I then chased the man down to give it back. The pointing, the actual pointing out is pointing out, here's a £20 note that flew out and I've gone and got it for you. Isn't that the nicest thing? Yeah. I've done that before. I've given people money that they've dropped and you almost want to roll on your back like an obedient dog. <laughs> Get a tickle. You feel like Lassie. It's an amazing <laughs> thing. Uh, we've got Caroline on the line who wants to extol the uh, the values of the importance of pointing stuff out. Don't you, Caroline? Oh, both. Like, walking down the street wearing a backpack and a summer dress is fatal if you haven't got tights on. Um, and then I've like had girls in front of me and been like, oh my goodness, I need to tell you this. And had someone stop me and be like, oh, by the way, 
Um, which is it's just it's so embarrassing, but it's such a relief that you don't like walk into work. Yeah, because you know, some people. Yeah, well, because some people are like weird about you know should you say anything or not. The weirdest thing is right. I, I've been wearing my backpack on both shoulders, trying to give that EF foreign student language student look, uh, and it does. It makes your t-shirt ride up your back. So imagine if you're wearing a, a a skirt or a dress, that could be even worse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about it. A skirt or a dress? What is it? It's, it's a long t-shirt. It's a, it? it's a big long t-shirt. That is a that's a fresh take on dresses that I've never heard before. Richie. <laughs> Fashion chat here on Home Time. <laughs> I was thinking about this. I think the only stuff that I point out on a regular basis is if someone's got their light on on their mobile phone, they don't realise yes. it. Yes. Saves them battery. And then if you've got the bag open on the tube, yeah. someone will have that. Ali says, someone rather marvellously pointed out today that I look really cool and funky and said I brightened their day. Such a lovely and an unexpected thing. And it's cheered me up no end. The power of having something pointed out. That is nice. Didn't anticipate those kind of ones coming in. Lovely job. Uh, Amy, what did you point out? Oh, basically, I found a wallet where I work. Mm-hmm. And they basically, um, I have to hand it in the reception and have to log it all down that we found it in case somebody comes in looking for it. Yeah. Um, so I thought I'd go scouting them out in the business just in case they were still in the building before they cancelled all their cards and like registered everything last. Wow. Went down the back, found them all on Facebook and messaged him. And then as soon as I walked out of the office, bumped into him and I was like, oh, is your name so and so? And he's like, yeah, I've got a girlfriend. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> thought you were coming on to him. Yeah. So I was like, I found your wallet. And he was like, oh. And I was like, is it this colour? And he says, yeah. And I said, oh, I'll go and get it. And I came back and he just took it off me and walked away. Oh, oh. this guy sounds terrible. What you deserve much more thanks than that. Yeah. I know. Not even a thank you. Incredible detective work, though, Amy. Well done. Thank you. Uh, more of them waiting to be heard right now. Lydia, who and what did you point out? So I'd newly moved into a little row of cottages. There's only four of them. And um, my neighbour, he his car was on at night and it was uh, I could see that it was going to run his battery down. So I thought, oh, excellent time to try and get a little word in there because he was quite good looking. Oh, right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> so I... How did you do it? Just before you tell us what happened, how did you do this? Did you go and knock on his door or did you wait until he was putting the bins out? How did you approach him about this? Um, So I... I, It was dark, obviously that's why I knew the light was on, so I thought, oh, I'll knock on his door because I thought, well, I can't wait for him to put his bins out. It'll be days and his back will be dead, so... Time's of the essence. That's a good point. It was, exactly. So I was like, right, knock on that door and uh, talk to him. So I knocked on his door and uh, he opened it up and he was, he was playing on his PS4. And uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, oh, you're uh, just like, you know, your car lights on. I didn't want you to run your battery down. And then I just scuttled off back to my cottage. I was like, I was quite embarrassed. But, yeah. wow. I'm getting real nighty-night vibes about this entire first meeting, to be honest with you. That's amazing. And he appreciated it? Um, yes. Yes, he did. So then two years later, we got married. Whoa! Whoa. If, if anyone yeah. had knocked on the door when I get a rare moment on the PS4, I'd actually be quite annoyed. So the fact that you guys have managed to get it together despite that, that's brilliant. God bless the vanity light. And what's that meatloaf song called? Love by the... Uh, dashboard light. Love by the dashboard light, that's what it is. 
This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. My middle daughter, Thea, and say well done, she's three-year-old, she's going through doing some big girl stuff at the moment, learning to clean her teeth on her own. Important. Very important. But the thing that they've got her, I think someone from, like, the local dentist came in, laugh a minute, at the childminders, uh, and gave them this demonstration, like, brushing a monkey's teeth. And they've all come home with a little two-minute sand timer thing. Oh, that's clever. So she, she uh, in the morning and in the night, you turn the sand timer over and then she cleans her teeth for two minutes, which is a great thing. Got me thinking about, like, timing stuff. Do you time anything in the in the modern era? I was trying to think, well, what, what do I time? Do you ever do anything like that? I do. <laughs> I do. It's not necessarily something I, I am going to own up to it. It's a bit embarrassing. If you're on the tube, right? Yeah. And it stops in between stations in a tunnel. Okay, this isn't the train driver you pointed out again. No, 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 it's not. It's, it's another related <laughs> one. I start timing it. I start timing how long we've been stopped for. Why do you, why do you want to know? Because I think when you're sort of like in that kind of thing, say, for example, a lift stopped... Yeah. Okay, and then got going again. You'd start like worrying immediately, wouldn't you? So I think if I start timing it on my stopwatch on my phone, right, and I can look down and think, oh, this feels like we've been stopped for ages. You look down, it's actually only been fifteen seconds. So you time it for perspective. I time it for perspective, so I don't start worrying. I like that. Yeah, I like works. that. That's not a bad idea, and particularly sometimes when you feel like you've been waiting for something for ages. Yeah, just start I, timing. I, I, just to be clear, I'm not keeping a spreadsheet on how long I've been stopped in tunnels. <laughs> that would just be awful. May seventeenth. That's <laughs> two minutes longer. <laughs> Between Warren Street and Euston, what was going on? There's a pattern developing. <laughs> Uh, Roger says, I move uh, flat, so this morning I did as fast as a possible walk to the station so I know how close I can cut it for work, 11 minutes in total. I have done that. I have timed how long it takes to the station. So he's absolutely <laughs> steamed it there to see it. And Alison <laughs> says, I'm not sure my husband would appreciate my response to this phone. And all right, let's just keep okay. it above board. Michael's my kind of guy. This is a great tweet. I time how long everyone in our house takes in the shower. Oh. Teenage boys and my wife are both taking far too long, he says. It's an electric shower. That is out of control. Yeah. I think that is out of control. Dan <laughs> says, uh, my life rule is any sit-down loo under five minutes is a futile sit-down loo. <laughs> Making the most of it. Mark says, when I've been out for a drink uptown, I try to walk the three miles home before the album I'm listening to has finished. Ooh. It's a struggle depending on the blood alcohol level. The best I can do is a 45-minute long album. That's not bad. It's interesting timings on that as well, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, don't want to do a double album. Use your illusion one and two by Guns N' Roses. You'll be walking for ages, mate. Uh, love this text. Says, I time how long it takes the mum and dad blue tits to get back to the bird box to feed the chicks. 11 seconds for mum, 14 for dad, as they're the best so far. Wow. Loving your work on that. We've got Catherine on the line. Catherine, what do you time? Cups of tea. <laughs> <laughs> you time cups of tea. Tell us about it. OK, so you need to get your, your teapot, two tea bags. One for the pot, if you're fancying it. Yeah. Yorkshire thing bugs. York- got to be Yorkshire. OK, Yorkshire, right, right OK. Right, so, right. how long? I'm a Lancashire girl, but you've got to get Yorkshire tea bags. Um, All right, product placement. <laughs> well, they are the best. All right, and what do you do next? <laughs> so, put your water in, give it a stir, just the once, set your timer, four minutes, perfect brew. Four, Four minutes. That's quite a strong one, isn't it? I think, I think I've aired my views on the futility of teapots on this show before. Gen- genuinely hate them. Hateful things, pour everywhere, waste of time, always looks really weak. What, when you ever make, do you ever make tea in like a mug? Would you, have you got any timings on that? Because that's how I normally would make a cup of tea. You know. Tea in a mug, much faster. About a minute for a tea in a mug. Minute fourteen. Oh. Okay, it's very specific as well. So, with your timings, are you what are you using? Are you using a stopwatch? Are you using some sort of uh, um, assistant, virtual assistant? On the oven. 
Love that, Catherine. <laughs> Uh, Sam in Pontefract uh, has got in touch with a pointing out. This is one that you wouldn't want pointing out. Most of the things that have been pointed out have helped people. It's been nice so far, hasn't it? My barber kindly pointed out today that I have developed a monobrow, <laughs> says Sam, asking, would you like your centre brow shaving? <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Thanks to 10 Weeks of Tickets, we are giving you the chance to go and see the likes of Kasabian, Blossoms, Cortinas, Manic Street Preachers and more at the brilliant Neighbourhood Weekender. All you need to do is take part in our little game that has kind of descended in chaos past couple of nights called Who Claims Wins. Hopefully, we've got two callers on the line who are going to get things back on an even keel. <laughs> on line one, we've got Andy. Andy, where are you from and how's your day been? I am um, from Halsey in the Midlands. Yeah, not been a too bad day, to be honest. Okay, not too bad. Not too bad. It's all right for a Wednesday, isn't it? Uh, stay there, fella. And on the other line, playing against you is Ashley. Ashley, how's your day been? Yeah, not too bad. Um, <laughs> I've been sat in meetings all day. It could be worse, though. This is, if any women listening want to know what it's like going to a pub with like a load of fellas and how they chat, <laughs> this is it. This is it. Not this, too bad. This is it developing now. That's all right. It's kind of all right. Yeah, not too bad. Right. Yeah. Andy, Ashley, here's the rules. We are going to give you a random topic. It's got many possible answers. Andy, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Ashley, okay. you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Andy. Whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if they manage it, they win the tickets. If they don't, they will lose the tickets to the other player. Hopefully, all of that makes sense and isn't too bad. Let's play Who Claims Wins. Right then. Andy, over to you first. How many top 40 UK singles can you name by Kasabian in 30 seconds? We'll not take any re-releases as an answer, and it has to be the original release. How many do you reckon you can do? Uh, oh, two. two. Two from Andy. So, Ashley, do you think you can name more, or do you want to challenge uh, Andy to do his two? I'm going to say three. Okay, so back with you, Andy. Uh, Do you want to challenge uh, Ashley to do his three, or do you reckon you can do more? I'll challenge. All right, okay. Ashley, you've got 30 seconds to do those three, and your time starts now. Uh, Club foot. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Fire. Keep going. Um, Shoot the runner. Keep going. Um, uh, LSF. Keep going. Oh, um, oh. Now I'm now I'm struggling. Time is up. You've named four, yeah, but no. were they forty? Uh, were they four to top forty UK singles? All of them were. So you beat it by one. You've got the tickets. Woo-hoo. Well done. All right. I love your noises whilst you're guessing. Can you do your horse noise again? Sound just like a horse. Go on, Ashley. Want <laughs> 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 to give him some sugar or what something? A skill. <laughs> good lad. Uh, hopefully that has enlightened your Wednesday night a little bit. Uh, unlucky Andy. Good to speak to you though, fella. 
Yeah, cheers, guys. Thank you. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. This is a bit of a bad mood today. I hope it hasn't bled through to the show. I hope it well, hasn't. A little bit. It's been fine. But you can probably, yeah, but maybe you can tell the vibes in the studio. I put something up on my social media earlier today, uh, and it's it's really been eating away at me. I mowed the lawn this morning, and I mowed a great lawn today. It you looked mowed, fantastic. You mowed a great lawn. I did. I did. <laughs> it looks so good. The stripes are on point. It's lush. It's fantastic. And I put a little video up on my Instagram. I shared it. And you know okay. on your Instagram stories, you can do one of those things where it's like a little sliding heart and people yeah. get the chance to say how good it is. I just put up, rate my lawn. Doesn't this look brilliant? So you were, you were asking people to go online and uh, tell you what they thought of, their, of your lawn yeah. work. Yeah, and the implied thing is when you do that, that everyone just goes, oh, it's really good, and they slide the heart all the way to the end. Yeah. Now, because I'm a bit obsessed about my lawn, I've gone back onto Instagram just to see how people have been voting. And the average... I would say, has come out at around about 65%. That's got to hurt. That's <laughs> it really hurt. hurts. Instagram's meant to be the friendly social media. Who's going on there and not giving that any more than, like, zero? It's awful. I don't, but the thing is, though, I don't think people can come straight in with a five-star review. Where, where can you go from there? Where can you grow as a person if you're straight in on the five stars? Do you know what I mean? I think you're saying this because you've given me less than 100%. I'm going to go on and check right now, and if I find you have, this show's over. I'm going to hit zero, drag down the whole average. <laughs> Maybe you work in a workplace where you're pleased to be away uh, because you have to say an irritating catchphrase. I think I've found the worst uh, ear procedure I had done. He's off again. <laughs> Don't worry, he's giving me no wax chat today. He was telling an old lady at a bus stop when I was leaving work yesterday. Can't stop talking about it, mate. It's like I bought new ears. <laughs> but the great thing is, right, so I was waiting for my appointment. I was sat there on the couch uh, and uh, the previous client comes out and the receptionist takes the payment wow. and out they go. And as they're walking out the door, uh, the lady goes, enjoy your is and I thought to myself no oh that's bad <laughs> that's I, I hope that's just her being friendly yeah uh, and I, I clocked it walked in had my stuff done I'm coming out 15 minutes later I'm paying and as I'm walking towards the door have a good day sir enjoy your ears oh and I thought oh no that's awful my toes oh, are curly <laughs> I hated it I mean how many times a day is that poor person having to say enjoy your ears it's it's like someone out of a Black Mirror episode, like some kind <laughs> of dy so bad. dystopian future, that, isn't it? I mean, it's weird because, you know, when people say to me, you know, oh, what's it like getting those ears done? It is like buying new ears, but you don't need the staff to say, enjoy your ears. It's an awful catch. I bet a lot of people have bo I've gone... Oh, thanks very much. And gone and sat in the car and gone, oh my God, what did they just say to me? <laughs> I mean, I started my career in radio, uh, a radio station that sadly no longer exists uh, called GWR yeah. Bristol. And our catchphrase, I believe, was today's best mix. And I would say that's up there with <laughs> enjoy your ears. Enjoy your ears sounds like uh, one of these radio catchphrases now that they have to have. But the weird thing is, to, to, sorry to, to, to slag off your old place. No, it's fine. Enjoy your ears at least makes sense. It's awful. Today's best mix doesn't mean anything. Well, what about heart? Turn up the feel good. Doesn't even mean anything. Uh, Andy's got in touch saying there was a drainage contractor that when they answered the phone, they would say, it's a great day at... And then obviously the name of the drainage... Con no. Just have to say that it's not a great day. You... You're clearing drains. Think of the staff. I mean, I worked at a call centre once where they used to put mirrors on the side of the computer because they used to say people can hear a smile. <laughs> Makes it, I'm still scarred by it. Uh, Carl says, I'm a window fitter and I always use the phrase Tino Sugar as I'm sweet enough already. 
I don't have to say it, but I do, and I hate myself for it. It's Home Time Absolute Radio, where real music matters. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. So there you go, there's there's the show in the bag. I mean, obviously we said at the beginning that the email inbox is obviously broken, that's why you've not been sending any more requests for uh, 90 songs for us to cover, but if you do want to give it another try, and this is not a saving face or anything, no. it's hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Because I would imagine by the time that we record tomorrow's Daily Takeaway, IT will have rebooted the system, we'll get like that blockage through, everything will be fine. We'll be absolutely flooded with requests.